Hello, my name is Kim. Welcome again to another episode of Historia. So on the second episode, I'll be asking you a very important question, which is related to what is happening right now. Okay. And that question is, and this question is, how did coronavirus change your life? Or uh, let me rephrase it. How is coronavirus changing your life? Okay. Since uh, the pandemic is not yet over. Okay. How is coronavirus changing your life? And this episode, on this episode, what I'll be doing is I'll be sharing my story, my experiences during this time. And uh, it's about how I was able to thrive in this situation, how I was, how I was able to get up. So, uh, without further ado, let's jump into it. Okay, so to get started, um, I'm going to go back to the end of my early career days. End of my early career. Wow, what a word. Okay. Uh, Okay, first job rather. So... At the end of my first job, uh, before I resigned there, I actually took a civil service examination. And that civil service examination, of course, when you pass that, it will give you uh, eligibility to work in the government sector. So I I took that many months ago. uh, That was last year. If I remember, March, no, oh yeah, uh, last year. That was March, around March last year. So I, I took that, and then when the results, when the results came out, I actually passed. <laughs> I I passed the exam, and I think that the rating at the time was eighty percent, and I was just lucky enough to pass that. I was on that uh, passing mark, what eighty percent. So, <laughs> what a you know the the luck, <laughs> what the luck, uh, what the luck there. I actually can't believe that I passed that exam. So months after, months afterward, uh, I decided to resign. I, I decided to resign from work. As a call center agent, you know, customer service uh, thing. Uh, If you remember my backstory from the previous episode, so I have a little, I have explained a little background there. Okay, so that's cool. And uh, let's see, after that, uh, where was it? Um, Oh gosh, I completely forgot. But anyway, let's see if I can remember it. Okay, so I was now, I got, I, I passed the exam, and I resigned from my work. Okay, that was around September, September last year. Okay, September twenty eighth. That was the exact date. Oh, I can still remember it. <laughs> okay, and then uh, after I resigned, I immediately. Th- uh, look, looked for uh, a government position 
So I traveled, traveled over Iloilo and Capiz, those two locations, uh, applying, uh, giving out the uh, resumes and all those requirements I need just to get that position, the government position, uh, which is actually a mistake. It was actually a mistake on my part because um, people people have been telling me before I would resign, before I resign from my work, I should secure another job. Yeah, which really makes sense. But uh, in my case, I took the risk because I think I had savings at the time. Okay, so I took it. I resigned, and I was arrogant, uh, confident to the point that it's arrogant. Yeah, I think that's how I would uh, perceive it, or how I would think it. So it was months and months and months later. I still couldn't find a job. Okay. No work. Uh, I was getting rejected here and there. Uh, if not rejected, I was ghosted. Yeah. <laughs> I think ghosted was the right term. Okay. Ghosted. So, whenever I send... Oh, by the way, sorry about the dogs in the background. Yeah. So, whenever I send those uh, resumes and those personal data sheet, a PDS, PDS thing, uh, that is required by the Philippine government whenever you, you uh, apply. So, it will take months. It took months, months and months before they would actually respond. Okay. Or sometimes, or most of the time, they wouldn't respond at all. Which ended... Very frustrating. It was very frustrating on my part. Um, I really hate it. <laughs> yeah, I really hate it. And I was worried because uh, by around November, December, my, my savings were already gone, including my back pay, which is terrible. So another mistake, another mistake. So I was able to save, but it was not a lot. So at least you should save three to six months of your monthly income before you, uh, before you resign. So that is another tip that I can give you before you uh, resign from your work. That's very important because you need to survive in the following months. Okay. Uh, January, February, I still didn't have a job. Uh, applying to institutions here and there. Okay. And, by the way, I have this uh, most memorable part where now I applied as an administrator of the hospital. Okay. Uh, administrator of the hospital. So, I did a very good job. I mean, I made quite the impression, I think. Okay, so I made the initial interview. I I, need, I made the exam. I I I passed all of their exams, and initial and final. So I went 
about three times on that uh, institution on on the on the hospital, and yeah, uh, it, it took quite a while as well. I think that was about February. Okay, COVID was already there, uh, but it wasn't uh, widespread yet. Okay, it wasn't widespread. So, uh, when when the administrators or the interviewers uh, were there, I made the, quite the impression, and I, on my part, um, did good. <laughs> okay, did good, did a good job. But still, uh, they didn't respond, of course. I I didn't think that much. I th- I think that I I thought at the time that I was already rejected because uh they they told me uh actually they don't have a specific time. Sorry, they don't have a specific time as to when they would respond. But I set a time frame to myself. That's about a week, usually one week or two weeks, okay, from the date of the interview. So if they uh, wouldn't respond, then boom, goodbye. And so one day, uh, I received an email from them. Yeah, I received an email from them. I'll say, um, it wasn't. Uh, I wasn't. A, I wasn't accept as accepted. Sorry, I wasn't accepted. To that position. By the way, the position I was applying was an administrator, uh, admin officer. Admin officer. So I didn't, I wasn't uh, accepted. And then, uh, on that email, they, uh, it was stated that they would offer me another job, which is uh, project-based. Okay, So it's available for a limited amount of time but here's the best part five minutes later interesting five minutes later they sent another email (laughs) they sent another email uh, saying that oh i'm sorry we're no longer hired (laughs) okay so it's it's retracted (laughs) what the hell what the hell was that it's uh it's it's just giving you this this initial feeling and then all of a sudden it goes down like what the hell was going on so of course that's another frustrating part but i didn't give up i didn't give up or actually i was on the verge of uh you know verge of uh, giving up because I have no job, nothing, uh, you know, all the feeling of, uh, you know, I, I can't provide my family, I can't, I can't have my uh, uh, money, I, I don't have the lifestyle I want anymore, because my savings are gone. Uh, it was very hard for me. So, so It took quite a toll on me uh, emotionally. So... Coronavirus came. 
coronavirus. That was March. So, what I did is I applied still, not in government institutions. So, I had to direct my approach. Uh, what I call it, pivot. Pivot. I would pivot my approach. Instead of applying to government uh, positions, what I did is I applied to, uh, I applied online, uh, which is a good thing because I invested on a computer set before, before I resigned. So that's a good work. Okay, awesome. So I applied. Uh, how many institutions? I, I think I applied. Yeah, too many. Too many. Until then, I decided to uh, apply as an ESL teacher because I think my uh, English skills are above average. <laughs> above average. And yeah, so one thing. One exam, one interview, got passed. That was lucky. So I was able to teach. Okay, I was able to teach children in China. So it was difficult for me at first because it's it's a transition from one profession to another, from call center agent to becoming a teacher good thing what's the good thing is i had the background uh my mother is a teacher so at least i know a little bit i know a little bit of uh what to do in teaching so that gave me points and also i worked in a bpo company so that's an additional one additional points that's why i got hired uh, also, I didn't have an a uh, certificate. Thing, what we call that? Uh, T T Yeah, T language. Uh, sorry, certificate. I don't have that, but still, I got passed. So lovely. <laughs> That's lovely. And now. Uh, I didn't suffer there. I, I, I didn't suffer there because I realized uh, what I'm earning for teaching is so meager. Very small. Uh, the beginning of my teaching career, uh, I had to start for about two hours. Two hours a day. That's my work time. And then over time, I would... Uh, increase it to three to four and so on. Uh, right now, I'm working six hours a day for ESL teaching. Six hours. That's from five eleven. Uh, sorry, five p.m. to eleven p.m. And your earnings will base on booked classes. So if you don't have a student, then you don't have money. No salary. It's kind of a freelance work. So what I did next is I applied to, of course, uh, I use 
since I'm working at home now, I'm I ventured into freelancing. Freelancing. I went to freelancing websites. Uh, up. No, I I did not do Upwork. I my my profile wasn't accepted there. Uh, Upwork. What else? I think that online jobs at beach. That's the number one website that I researched and was recommended by YouTubers that would consume content research first before I would jump into it. So I got there. Uh, uh, countless of applications. Uh, uh, my my uh, What are the positions? Okay. Content writer, social media manager, tons, tons. As long as it's related to my current skill set, and also I would submit articles. I submitted articles to magazines, and luckily, I got one. <laughs> I got one article published, so I'm so proud of that. Quite an achievement. And that was worth a thousand one hundred pesos. I don't know how uh, or how much was that. How much is that in dollars? Uh, because it you know I, I have to calculate again, which is <laughs> quite a hassle. But again, one dollar is equals to fifty pesos. That's an average. Fifty pesos here in in the Philippines, and so I got one article published, and uh, continued to submit, submit. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> other ones got rejected, so kind of lost my drive for it. So as I went, uh, as I went on with my ventures. I was able to find a job, uh, luckily, and it's uh, kind of a social media thing. Okay. I would, and it's teaching me a new skill, by the way, it's teaching me a new skill. Uh, it's allowing me to uh, be creative, because okay. I would... Uh, discover many things and uh, encode it down and I would suggest it to my boss I would suggest it so uh, I'm loving it I'm loving it right now uh, I'm working as a web developer WordPress yeah WordPress well, I would type in the data based on uh, Gary V uh, if you don't know what who Gary B is, uh, two there are two Gary B's that I know. Number one is a celebrity in the Philippines, so he's a singer. That's Gary Valenciano. Okay, so not that one, <laughs> but it's it's this Gary Vaynerchuk. It's really interesting because before I. Uh, I discovered this guy. I I was reading already. I was already consuming content from another, from a few uh, 
from a few what I call this uh, speakers okay from a few speakers uh, entrepreneurs uh, would you know, the most ones are uh, Dan Locke and Vishen Lakiani from Mind Valley Dan Locke that was for high ticket closer thing I would consume a lot of content from them and I would get a lot of value so that's changing my life and that's where I get to where I am today so, super amazing so it's it's yeah uh, the job right now uh, although uh, it's not as high as my previous job I'm 10 times happy and I'm hustling like uh, although I control my time I'm working 12 hours a day <laughs> it's it's quite an achievement yeah I can imagine that I would hustle on that I would think 12 <laughs> so I tried that because I wasn't so tired and I'm actually doing it I'm nailing it right now <laughs> okay so what does this have to do with you uh, what I want you to look at is you know, everything has a purpose everything has a purpose so it, it, what happened to me uh when I was getting a government job and I didn't, uh, I didn't get accepted, is that it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Okay, something better is for you. Okay, something better is for you. Uh, cause you know I, I tried very hard. I tried very hard. Yet, you know, it still didn't work. I mean those attempts of mine didn't work so yeah it's you are set for something else something better and also uh, I want you to take this time this uh, coronavirus this pandemic as an opportunity okay I know this is negative coronavirus is negative it's taking a lot of lives and a lot of people are losing jobs right now. Uh, as far as I know, the estimated uh, people lost their jobs in America. That's in America, not in the Philippines. That's about 22 million, according to Gary B. <laughs> okay. So I want you to take this as an, an, an opportunity to change your mind, okay. to look at the things... Uh, in a in a better perspective, because you know, uh, it's uh, I, I think that sometimes uh, something the mere good. Okay, I would quote this from Mind Valley from Vishen Lakiani, Buddha and the badass. Uh, I I think that's in his uh, book, in his book. I I saw it on his video. So sometimes the mere good is destroyed. Um, I don't get a quote there. I can't memorize. God, 
Yeah, but uh, I think you know what I mean. So the mirror good is destroyed to allow something better to happen. Okay. Yeah. So I think that's it. What else? What else? So, um, yeah. Real important question for you is how is it changing your life? How is it changing your life? How do you look at it in a positive way? Because uh, a lot of people right now, including the people in my community, my parents, my friends, are pivoting their approach. Okay. You can see, uh, as as no, uh, not, as what I can see rather, what I observe there from them. They become an entrepreneurs. <laughs> My mother became an entrepreneur not too long ago. Uh, she is now preparing food for food for uh, her co-teachers. She would sell. She would sell them um, uh, some uh, rice cakes. Rice cakes. Um, what else? Uh, embotido. Uh, how do we? How do they call that? Okay, longaniza sausage. That sausage. Okay. Also, my other friends. Uh, not really close friends. My distance friend, uh, distant friends. Uh, they also sell goods. You know, just for something that they can. Uh, yeah, uh, extra money out of their pocket okay something to have in their uh, table okay they're they're innovative uh, uh, no 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 they're they're innovating okay and changing their approach to survive so i think that's what you have to do as well as same as with my scenario so i changed my approach change my perspective do a different thing and now is the time because uh want to tell you that in every crisis there's an opportunity okay so i thank you thank you so much for listening i know it's terrible <laughs> i mean it's terrible the the audio quality is terrible. I don't have a pop filter. I'm using a phone right now. Uh, by the way, it's the middle. Uh, I'm recording this in the middle of the night. Okay, middle of the night. It's already, what time is it? 11.42 in the evening. Because I think that's the most silent uh, time I could ever have uh, to record this. And yes, I think this is it. Thank you so much again, my dear listeners. And I hope to see you again on the next one. I'll prepare something better for you, another topic. So stay tuned. Stay positive. All right. See ya.